You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, Giants fans, and welcome to your Valentine's News podcast for Thursday, October 6th. If you're uh, listening across the Big Review Radio Network, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're watching us on YouTube, please uh, like, share, subscribe there as well. All right, uh, Giants face the Green Bay Packers this Sunday in London across the pond, Tottenham Spur Stadium. And it's uh, it's time for for yours truly to uh, to make his weekly prediction for for how the three and one Giants are going to do this week. And uh, if you're a a regular Big Blue View reader, you you may have already seen our staff predictions at at Big Blue View, which uh, which are up today on the website. But uh, but let's get right to to my prediction. Giants are eight point underdogs per SB Nation partner DraftKings Sportsbook and just a reminder if you're intending to uh, to go in and drop some money on the Giants or on any NFL game this week or, or anything at DraftKings Sportsbook for that matter just a reminder that minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply please see our show notes both on YouTube and across the the podcast network for further details. All right, Giants fans, as I said, Giants eight-point underdog to Aaron Rodgers and company this weekend in London. And as much as you want to feel good about the New York Giants, I cannot pick them to win this football game. I just can't do it. Um, not against uh, not against Aaron Rodgers, not against a quality football team like this. Yes, the Giants defeated the Tennessee Titans, who were the number one seed in the AFC last week. Yes, they were competitive, very competitive, in fact, against the against the Dallas Cowboys. But for my money, Rodgers, of course, easily the best quarterback that the Giants have faced so far this season. And I think that uh, that the Giants just aren't quite up to being ready to winning a game like this. Giants are making a lot of progress. Giants have won three or four games in surprising fashion. They've been tough. They've been gritty. They have shown a lot of flexibility from the coaching staff in terms of coming up with with ways to win games when when things didn't go right, like last week when the Giants lost both quarterbacks. Brian Dable said he was drawing up plays on a grease board on the sideline, you know, with he and, and offensive coordinator Mike Kafka. 
an offensive line coach, Bobby Johnson, sort of, you know, putting their heads together, trying to come up with some things that they could do to move the football. Lots of credit to the Giants so far this season. I just don't see them winning this game. I think they might cover the spread, you know, if it remains at eight points. I think they'll make a good showing, give a good accounting of themselves, but I don't see them, you know, coming home to uh, to New Jersey with uh, with victory number four uh, after Sunday. Uh, I do think there is a path for the Giants to win this game. If they can run the football successfully, they do have to this point in the season the NFL's best rushing attack, led, of course, by by superstar running back Saquon Barkley, who looks like the Barkley of uh, 2018 and early 2019 before injuries, of course, uh, started to uh, started to strike Barkley and also the legs of quarterback Daniel Jones. You know, the big question this week is what Jones will be able to give the Giants. I was at practice on Wednesday and Jones I'll be shocked if Jones does not play. Jones moved really well on Wednesday. When I watch Jones, there, there's no way Jones has a high ankle sprain. This has to be a low ankle sprain. Jones moved very well. He did drop backs during the, the early portion of practice, which was open to media. We saw about 20, 25 minutes of, of a two-hour practice. He did drop backs, looked comfortable. He did sprint outs to his right. And throwing into a net, looking really comfortable. He did play action bootlegs going to his left. The play action bootleg, of course, being the play he scored two touchdowns on Sunday against the Chicago Bears. He looked really, really comfortable moving around. And that, of course, is on Wednesday with the game on Sunday. He's only going to get healthier. I'll be very surprised if Jones doesn't play. And I, I think just judging from the way he was moving around, I think that the quarterback run game is going to be available to the Giants on Sunday against Green Bay. The Packers, if you look statistically so far this season, have not defended the run well. So the path to victory for the Giants is running the football, controlling the clock, keeping Aaron Rodgers on the sideline, trying to get a couple of turnovers, you know, from the Packers and take advantage of those, maybe make a big player two of their own in the passing game and, uh, and go from there. So there is a path. I just, I can't in good conscience pick the giants to, uh, to win this particular football game. All right, that's uh, that's the bad news that I've got for you today. But there is actually plenty of good news, plenty of happy news for New York Giants fans on this Thursday. News broke this morning that the Giants are re-signing former Giants defensive captain, three-time Pro Bowl safety, Landon Collins. Collins, of course, left the Giants after the... Uh, I believe it was after the 2018 season, signed a big free agent contract with Washington, has been a free agent this year. Collins is reportedly joining the Giants practice squad. Most likely that practice squad designation won't last long. I'll be surprised if uh, 
if he's not either an elevation to the 53-man roster or a full-blown part of the 53-man roster by week six when the Giants host the uh, the Baltimore Ravens at, at MetLife Stadium. Collins, as I said, three-time Pro Bowler, one-time All-Pro with the Giants. When he left New York, the Giants simply made the decision, which I believe was correct at the time, that they didn't want to, couldn't compete with a six-year, $84 million contract that Washington gave to Collins. And uh, you know, Collins had a couple of good years in Washington, but uh, got cut loose at the end of, of the 2021 season and is now returning to your New York Giants. I think this is a signing that makes sense for defensive coordinator Wink Martindale's defense. He's doing a lot of different things with safeties. The Giants have been mixing and matching at the linebacker position. They've been dropping safeties down to the linebacker position quite a bit, using Julian Love in that role, using Xavier McKinney down close to the line of scrimmage. They've used rookie Dane Belton there a few times, although they've also used Belton a lot of times when he's been on the field. They've used him in single high coverage you know, with other guys uh, up close to the line of scrimmage. They've used uh, veteran safety Tony Jefferson, who's been up on, for a couple of games as a practice squad elevation. They've used Jefferson close to the line of scrimmage. When they've had actual linebackers in the game, they've mixed and matched with Micah McFadden, with Austin Calitro, now with the newly signed Jalen Smith. So they're mixing and matching in that role. And I'll be honest, I've always thought that that the hybrid linebacker blitzing run defender role was the right one for Landon Collins. Early in his career, it was a question of whether or not he would accept it. And I don't think he was really willing to accept that role early on in his career, perhaps now later in his career to uh, to get another opportunity. Perhaps now he'll be more amenable to that role. I think it's a really good role for him in uh, in New York. This is a guy that had three sacks, 81 tackles. He's still a good football player. It's a little bit surprising that uh, that at this point in the season, the Giants were able to uh, to grab a guy like this. So, so good signing for the Giants. We'll see how quickly he's up on the 53-man roster. A couple of other really good sort of inspiring notes from the Giants on Wednesday. Nick Gates, who had that that gruesome fractured left leg in week two of the 2021 season, practiced for the first time with the Giants on Wednesday. He's been designated to return from the physically unable to perform list. And this is an awesome story. Gates returning just 384 days after that injury. He's back on the field. Seven surgeries, grueling rehab, a lot of, uh, you know, obviously a lot of uh, what he described as an emotional roller coaster. And Gates now has three weeks during which he can practice, show the Giants whether or not he is physically up to uh, to the task of being part of the 53-man roster. And, and after that three-week time period, Giants will decide 
whether or not to add Gates to the 53-man roster or to leave him sidelined for the remainder of the year. And honestly, no matter what happens here with Gates, it's a tremendous, inspiring story. Please check out uh, check out the interview with uh, with Nick Gates and the story that uh, that I was able to write. Uh, you know, from from some time spent in the locker room talking to Gates on, on Wednesday. Also, another inspiring story from the locker room involved the wide receiver Sterling Shepard. Obviously, we know that Shepard is out for the season with the torn ACL, suffered week three against the Dallas Cowboys. But Shepard was in the locker room on Wednesday, said that he has no intention of retiring, said he was able to rehab once from a major injury, rehabbing from his 2021 torn Achilles tendon. And he thinks he can do it again thinks that uh, that he wants to continue playing, hopes to continue his career with the Giants. I mean, that remains to be seen. He does not have a contract for next year, but it was great to see Shep in the locker room. It was great to see him, you know, looking, looking happy and, and being involved, being part of the, uh, the team still said he, he intends to go to London, said he intends to, uh, to stay around the team. He's the longest tenure giant. He's a beloved figure in that building and in that organization and in the fan base as well. So best of luck to Shep as he once again tries to rehab. And, you know, maybe, maybe we will see him in a Giants uniform again next year. All right, Giants fans, that's our show for today. Thank you, as always, for listening. Please remember to uh, stay safe out there, take care of each other, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.